Ooey gooey, hunk hunk fooey, it's your boy Big Breezy, aka Be Nice, aka The Guru, aka The Five Time Champion, aka I'm gonna help you win a fantasy football championship. And thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful August 20th. I know it's late in the day. I'm here with you. You here with me. But I got something special for you guys. I told you. I had something for you. I dropped in on my buddy, John Brotherton, actor, philanthropist, father, like just good, overall good guy. John Brotherton. I dropped in on him and he blessed us with some of his championship prowess. He dropped me. Uh, just some of his draft knowledge, some of his tactics, some of his strategies. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Let's just jump right into it. I'm going to bring to you guys the news and stuff tomorrow because I really wanted you guys to hear this. So jump right into this. This John Brotherton and me talking draft strategy. Listen up. Maybe you guys can learn something. Thank you guys so much for joining me on another episode of Zone Coverage, baby. You know what time it is. Yeah. Someone's got a special guest. I told y'all I had a special, special, special something coming for you guys. A little draft strategy, you know what I'm saying? So so, so what did I want to do? I, I, I decided to drop in on one of my good friends, father, friend, actor, philanthropist, but most of all, fantasy football champion. My buddy, John Brotherton, is here with me to talk draft strategy. My man, I appreciate you having me, man. That was quite the intro. I appreciate all those kind words, dude. It's all true. It's all true. Especially the dad part, because, you know, we got school going on in the background, so. Yeah, see, what y'all don't know is is my guy here is running the show. He's running the show. He's building stuff. He's got two kids. They're going to school. It's awesome, yo. This guy right here is an incredible dude. But, but I brought him here for a specific reason, and that's to talk draft strategy. I don't want you to give away your secrets, that's too right. many, yeah, you know. but, you know, give the people a little something, something of like, you know, who's out there, what, what's your strategy of the first round, what's the strategy of the second round, you know, as we get deeper, quarterback, when you're drafting the quarterback, uh, who's the tight end you want, you know, stuff like that. So this episode is going to be dedicated to getting you guys some information about the draft strategies of the 2020 draft. So here we go. Johnny. First question. Yes. All right. You're in three three leagues, right? Three leagues that I've been in about a decade now, yeah. And you're a champion in all of them? I've, I'm, yes. Right? Yeah, I'm okay. a current, current champion in one and been champion in the other two, yes. Yes. So and I've got a, yes, I've got a chip in every league. And he is in a league with me where he won a championship in 2017? Year before this, so. Oh, this, 18. Yeah, exactly. 2018. So yeah. he won. Okay, so this is the thing. So we had this league going for about... Uh, say like seven, eight years, League of Shadows. We basically bumped it up. We went from 10 teams to 12 teams. So we brought in John and another good friend of mine, Jason Montgomery. Expansion. John, expansion, exactly. So it's been seven years of expansion. John's won a championship through expansion. I won a championship, I think in 2015, I think. Uh, so if you're picking first, who's your first pick? This year? This year. Oh man, you know what's crazy is, is I wouldn't want first pick this year, and I know that sounds weird, but I would pick C-Mac, hands down. I love the guy, I love because I had him last year on a lot of teams, but it was not because I had first pick, right? Uh, and the bummer is, is how rarely these guys repeat 
that level of a season. No doubt he's going to be fantastic, yes. but everyone's drafting him number one. I guarantee probably 9% of the leagues are going to draft him number one overall because of what he did last year. And honestly, I love to watch the guy play, but it's just so hard to repeat that. It's so hard to repeat like 2K 100%. every year. I mean, it's just like, 100%. and there's a, there's a whole new regime and quarterback and the whole thing is going to be, uh, I think last year just happened to be, I mean, everything went right for him. I mean, you watched him play and he was, and he's not that he's not going to continue to make plays. He's, he's fantastic, but I would have a hard time just going. Well, dang! I have to pick him number one because of last year. Yes, so, but but I, I love the. I, no doubt he's going to be fantastic. No doubt he's. I mean, he's worth. Obviously, he's worth the top five pick, no matter what. But it's just the nature of the beast that that every year someone else is going to step into the light. Exactly. I feel the exact same way, and that is why I would be hesitant on picking him. Sure. This year, yeah. I would be more inclined in picking a guy like honestly. Saquon Barkley. Sure. Yeah, he'd be the Coming other guy. off of what he of did course. last year. You gotta think. Jason Garrett, they're gonna be trying to get him the ball as much as possible. For sure. That's Daniel it. Jones I mean, needs look him. What, look what he did with Zeke. Exactly. Know, he knows how to do it. They've been investing in their O-line. That's really gonna be the big thing. You know, The fact that their quarterback can run is gonna change things for him because it can just spread out the offense. And, yep. and it's gonna spread out the defense, which a guy like Saquon is just gonna munch. He's gonna eat. Yeah. He's gonna eat. To me, I look at the top five picks in the draft it's five running backs mm-hmm. and you can put them up any other any way you want to Zeke right mm-hmm. we agree yeah no totally Saquon yes but I can't wait for you to finish this because this is where the draft strategy is really going to come okay alright okay so yes so Zeke yep. Saquon yep C-Mac yep Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara yeah, for sure. Right? And so Those are the say Derrick Henry. Here's our yes. you know, the rushing That's, guy. Yes. But I talk about him too because I'm so I, he I scares me him as well. I would put him Kamara and him at five mm-hmm. A and five B. Henry's right there. I believe I'm with you on that. Because honestly, would, I, I would put Henry up closer further. I would put him at four. It's funny because I wouldn't. I would drop him back into the You would drop him back? Yeah. Because okay. I think the same thing that happened to C Mac might happen to him because he doesn't catch the ball, really. Yes. So he ran for league leading rushing yards. Repeating that is tough. Again, 100%. you know, it was a little Cinderella with Ryan Tannehill. Could he do it again? Sure. My gut goes he might regress a little. Who is Ryan Tannehill? Exactly. That is that's my pause right there. And in PPR leagues, that is what keeps Henry from being number one because he's not going to catch the pass that Zeke. Right. He's not going to catch the pass that Zeke. He's not going to catch the pass that Saquon. I mean, Fournette caught seventy-two passes last year. Henry's exactly. not catching anything. Like exactly. That. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, Kamar catches 81 passes every single year. He's caught 81 passes every single right. year he's been in the league. So he's not going to be past those guys, but I, I, I would put him right there at that fourth or fifth. But he's the question mark because of Tannehill. You're yeah, right. Totally. And, You're and, right. And, not, you know, and not catching those. But here's where my draft strategy comes in. The fact that we can sit here and debate who are the top five, and honestly, you can make an argument for all five of them to be number one. Yes. Or all five of them to be, you know, have, you know, a lot of different scenarios come out. That makes me hesitant to be in the top five of the draft. And I'll tell you, in, in my league of record that I've been in the longest amount of time. Okay. I And that's a dynasty league team. We, we, no, this is straight redraft this, league. Those are yeah. redraft. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do a lottery every year for the draft pick about two months in advance. So then we can, we, we, where we pull names and we have stats for every player. And we say, you know, with the third pick in the draft out of Hollywood, California, two-time defending champion. And we do this whole thing for the exactly. draft lottery. Okay. And this year I got fourth pick. And I ended up trading with someone deeper. I, I swapped for seventh because I want nothing to do with the top five picks because I, my draft strategy going to it, it, throughout the years is I've always tried to anti-trend. 
And so like, in a way I was doing zero uh, running back years ago, not because I was trying to, you know, I didn't create zero running back or anything. And I didn't do it the way that a lot of people would say zero running back goes through five rounds before you draft a running back. But in the sense it would be, I would wait three or four rounds because every analyst, everyone, everyone out there says, go robust running back, take two running backs, go first, second, you got to get those two guys. So then you have five, six, seven teams in your league that both have, okay, so they have two stud running backs. 100%. But then you, you, there's no differentiating from them. So my my thing has always been like, okay, I want to go anti-trend. So I started loading up on receivers. You know that. Like I yes. love my early receivers. Yes. So like, you know, for me this year, I don't want, I'm going to let as many teams as can go running back, running back. And so then they're all equivalent in my book, right? They all have, you know, they all kind of like X each other out. There's no... Nothing that's going to separate you. I think to win a championship, you have to have something that separates you. You have to either pick up the guy off the waiver wires that is going to yeah. change the, the season. Josh Gordon. It's it's that yeah. exactly. Yes. I, I I won a championship the year Josh I was Gordon. About to say, right? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. same year. Let it was getting discovered. Yes. I mean, it was like this. And I, it, I had like this perfect storm happen. Yes. Um. And so I always have felt like either you got to win on waivers or you got to do something in the draft that is different than everyone else. And if every other team in the, your league is trying to go running back, running back, then What's the, uh, you know, I find, because here's the other thing, then then you have all these teams that are loaded with wide receiver twos. And what happens then is people drive themselves crazy on game day. Who are they going to start? Because whereas if you have three wide receiver ones, you know you're never going to take Julio out. You're never going to take any. And then I find it easier to play running back matchups. Okay. So then I have five, I end up go receiver, receiver, receiver. And then I'll load up on running backs while everyone else is trying to find their wide receiver two. You know, they're, Pretty good guys, but you know, then they're all then they they load their roster full of them because they're looking for that one guy. And while they're doing that, I'm cherry picking running backs. And then on Sunday, I I think it's easier to to play running back matchups against defenses because you know if you're playing certain defenses, the, you can't run the ball in that defense. So that guy's on my bench that week. And then you play some guys, you're like, oh, they're Swiss cheese. You know, they're just going to run all over this team. And I find just running back matchups are easier to determine and play that game and leave my receivers alone versus the reverse where you have two running back ones that you're never going to touch and you try to play receiver matchups because the receivers week can change with one pass, one 60 yes. yard touchdown Yes, where that's rarer as a running back. Running backs, you kind of can predict they're going to smash the ball this week, you know, or they're not, you know. And in a PPR league, you know, a receiver that's going to catch 12 passes and have 100 yards and a touchdown, Ugh. that's huge. That's your game winner. Yeah. You so know. how do you feel about the running backs as far as there's only a few number one running backs? So it's more RBC, and I mean running back by committee, yep. guys. Um, so how do you feel about if you're at that top and you can get the missing, running backs, those guys. that's what I was about to say. So if you don't get one of those guys, think about that. If you don't get one of those top running back guys, then you're basically fishing from the bottom and you're basically looking at situations like Tevin Coleman and sure. situations where they're going to be in the backfield, a whole bunch of people in the backfield. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, you know what I mean? So are you willing to take that chance? It sounds to me like you're willing to 100%. take that chance more than say, okay, cool. Because you know, if you get that Saquon and you get that Nick Chubb, you get Saquon and Nick Chubb, boom, boom. All right. That's set. But I do feel you because I also think running backs are more injury prone. They, so I was about to say. So yeah. here's that whole. It's a, it's kind of a, a double risk in my book, and so and I've done you know a bunch of mock drafts where I've ended up with you know, and this is picking seventh right with Michael Thomas or say Devontae Adams. I'll go there. The next round you you know then swooping a Julio or a Tyreek. 
or and then you can get you know there's a bunch of guys even in the third if you want to accept, like an Adam Thielen things that you you guys you know you're never going to take out of your lineup okay and then from fourth to like tenth round I'll pick up you know Gurley David Montgomery David Johnson yep yeah Leonard Fournette I'm with you 100% right there and then you know Ronald Jones and one of those dudes is yes. going to be a Let's top five back just because it's the nature of the beast it's kind of unbelievable that a few of those guys are even out of the list of course I know. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, and it happens every year. Yeah, but a few of those guys, you're like, you're like, really? Yeah, he's, he's that far. Because I looked right. at the rankings and some of these rankings, and I'm like, they put Fournette down so low. They right. just because he didn't score so touchdowns. Far. Yeah, right. That's what it's like. That's like he oh. scores five more touchdowns last he's year. A he's top, a top, top, exactly, five running back. exactly. And you got a guy like Ronald Jones may not be sexy, but in that offense, could you easily see a situation where he ends up as a top five running back of the year because he falls into the end zone? 100. percent Right? Because like, I mean, I think that whole backfield. You know, you got. LaShawn McCoy could turn out to be sure. an RB2. Yeah. Let's be honest. And what offense. makes me nervous is he didn't necessarily do that in Kansas City. He didn't. He didn't. So it's like, I feel like he's a smart, you know, we all love Shady, uh, you know, and I think they're going to use him when they need him, but I don't think he's going to be touching the rock 15 times a game. Piggybacking off of KC, how do you feel about, because I know you I know you know who he is. Oh, I love KC. Yeah. I've all, yeah. yeah. CEH. Yeah. Clyde, oh Clyde Edwards. Yeah. How do you so, feel about him? You know what's crazy about him is I, I think that he has gone, he, he is officially, for me, too expensive. Yes. But not because I don't love him. Here's the thing. I think he could still be a, a league winner, but I think he's going to have a really slow burn. Yeah. And so I would hate to be put in the hole because, and this is why, the business of the game, they invested a half a billion dollars in their quarterback. They have this, my super deep sleeper this year is Daryl Williams. Because yes. strictly because they want to keep their boy upright. Let let Clyde learn the game. They're going to give him the rock five to ten times in the first couple. Of games. So you don't see Darwin playing a pitcher. You think Darwin's going to be more? I think he's going to be a. You know, I think he's going to end up being yeah uh, a situational running back. Right? But Darwin's a more physical runner. He can take the pounding. That's exactly. Yeah. And every time Damian went down last year, which he did a few times, Darwin was pounds. in it and he was fine. And he, and I had he, it. So the fact that he stayed on Andy Reid's roster now, I. think think four years yep. through a lot of different guys have come and you know and they've kept him there there's something that they I think they probably just trust him obviously otherwise he wouldn't he wouldn't be there anymore they, they they've continued to draft running backs so if they weren't still didn't like him they would easily just been like but they've kept him around probably because in my gut I'm saying I think Andy trusts him now they paid their quarterback a half a billion dollars they have no preseason games yes I think Clyde is could potentially end the season on such fire that he wins you a championship but there's a chance that, you know, for the first few games, you know, he's on the field for 30% of the snaps yeah, or something like I can that. See, I can see Where Daryl is just out there because he's going to protect the backside of Patty Mahomes. So let me ask you this. Do you think, who's, who's at all the rookie running backs, you know, we can go through them. J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Zach Moss, Anthony McFarlane, Keyshawn Vaughn, A.J. Dillon. We can go through them all. Who do you think? Is the cream of the crop. Who who are the guys that if you're drafting, let's f- f- just for my dynasty league guys or for my guys who you feel like are going to put up numbers next year when and beyond. Who do you, who's who's some guys that you would look at in that, out of that? I think JT up in Indy uh, because that's like they're build. I think they're building the team to be basically what the Cowboys did a few years ago with Zeke. Okay, you know they're they're they bought they brought in they didn't bring in Rivers to uh, you know run the uh <laughs> no I was gonna say. The, the option no you know i mean they're gonna pound they're gonna they're gonna do i think they're gonna do similar things to what new england's been doing for the last bunch of years okay because they are gonna be a power running game yeah and then work that play action 
and a guy like Rivers can get the ball out, you know, and he's just going to be he's going to be a, a general back there. Uh, but I think Jonathan Taylor behind that offensive line is, I mean, the dude is a Mac. You truck. think he's the best back? You know, that's that is such a. I think running backs have to be. It's like a perfect storm, like in the NFL, you have to be in the right situation to yeah. really flourish as a running back. Because Marlon Mack's there. I mean, Marlon Mack's there uh, for sure. He's not going away. No. He's, he, similar situation that's in, that I, about Clyde, I think, is going to be similar with them. I think Marlon will start the year, you know, because they got a, they, no preseason games, man. So imagine the, the first four games kind of being preseason and testing the water exactly. these guys. You know, because they miss one bad blitz pickup. Quarterback over. It's over. It. Yes. And it, and if, if a coach, yeah. if if, it, if a rookie makes that mistake, the co- I mean, it's you know, yeah. very valid point right there, guys. Listen to what he just said. Think about that. A rookie running back. You think a quarter. You think they, to get in that position to block up Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Philip Rivers, Jonathan Taylor. You see what I'm saying? To get in the game, you got to be able to pass block. So if they're not pass blocking, they're not putting those guys in there. So understand that's gonna be something that to look into. How much are they pass blocking? How, how how good do they know the offense? Because they're not putting them in there to block on somebody's backside to where their quarterback can get put out. Frankly, of I think that's often the number one thing coaches look at the running back. A lot of dudes can hit the hole hard, yeah, and are fast, and can you know can are great with the ball in their hands. But I think honestly, it's what they do without the ball in their hands that really concerns coaches with putting the running backs on the field. How well do they run routes? How well do they pick up? You know, blitz pickup, communicating with the quarterback in the backfield about you know where the blitz is coming from, all that kind of stuff. I just think it's so. Okay, so those are you guys running back. Okay, out of this, who are you? And young? Clyde, of course. You said, of course, I, I said JT, but we, we did talk. Yeah, Clyde, we talked but about I mean, man, he's at the top. I mean, I, I mean, think. if I think if I had first pick in the dynasty league right now, he might be. The okay, so Clyde. I mean, just be, I mean the situation. Situation. Okay. Know? What about receiver? Okay, you got Judy, Jalen Rager. We got Rugs out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got uh, 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 C.D. Lamb, you know, we got Brandon Ayuk out there in San Fran. You know, who's some of the young receivers that you look at? Justin Jefferson out of Minnesota. Who are some of the young receivers that you feel like are in position or that you, that you would draft high to be in position to score or put up points for you? Yeah, you know, the, the last name that you just said is the one I think in a dynasty league that interests me the most. Because I think and I think he will, he's going to go into the radar. They're going to, a bunch of, they're sexier guys. You know that, that went earlier, but I think Justin Jefferson. Hundred percent. I'm with you. I mean, he's the perfect replacement for Diggs. I think they're just going to continue to get better. They're a well-coached team. They got their quarterback in place. They got the running game in place. I mean, there's going to be a little, dip, you know, uh, with their OC gone, things are going to change. That's the nature of the NFL. But I think the pieces are in place for him to be very successful. He does not have to be the number one guy. Oh, exactly. So as long as he can tackle the mental aspect of the NFL, which is always the big league for receivers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say, you know, I'd say he's my guy. Uh, I think he's, I, I'm with you. You know, I totally, I think he could lead our receivers, rookie receivers, mm-hmm. in yards and catch, just yards. I think he could kind of be like what D, DK did last year. DK? Up and, you know, yes. came out of nowhere, but caught a bunch of touchdowns. 100%. All of a sudden racked up a bunch of yards. 100%. You know, not a ton of catches, but big catches. Thielen's going to get doubled. Yeah. And Dalvin Cook is back there. He's got to be respected. If literally Justin Jefferson can run good routes and get open, Kurt's gonna hit him. Exactly. exactly. So I'm, I'm with you. Kind of like a Cal- what Calvin Ridley situation. I'm a hundred. You know, he's always one on one because Julio's got so much attention. So like, I think he's gonna, you know, in, in an offense that's gonna, you know, has two stud wideouts. So yeah, he'd be, you know, but any of those. That's what's crazy is like, 
one of those guys is going to end up being like what Odell did. Somebody's going to pop. You know, like Odell's rookie season, slow burn. No one really saw it coming. Yeah. People were talking about it, but no one really. In fact, well, he, he lasted on waivers. He was hurt the first six weeks, remember? He was uh, hurt. And then when he came in, he still, he lasted on waivers for a second. People yeah. were still like, nah, you know, I don't know. What and, then and then he won, won, won the league for everybody. Yeah. I mean, know, he so. had one of the Josh Gordon years. I mean, one of those years yeah. where you're like, what, 12 games? Yeah. 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. It was something stupid. And then there's going to be a couple of those guys on the top of the list that are literally going to do nothing. And I don't know who it is, but it's like it's like when like Laquan Treadwell up in oh you know what I mean, God. like super hyped. Yep, he was the first super pick. talented. He was the first pick. Exactly, Minnesota. And no, it's like these are all stud athletes. They're all super talented, but something doesn't won't won't mix with one of the guys in the Terry up in New England. And exactly, and they just you won't even hear a thing about yeah. them. There'll be preseason hype. Yeah. There'll be a high draft pick, and that's unfortunate because all these guys are such stud athletes. I mean, yeah. you want to see them all be successful. But it's the nature. It's, it's that's the nature of it too. Yeah. Uh, so so, so let me ask you, quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Um, is there? All right. Well, let's touch on the rookies first. Is there any rookie quarterback that you kind of that intrigues you to where you're like, hmm, you know, Tua, Herbert, uh, Burrow. Yeah. I mean, does, does look, anybody intrigue you? This what's going on in Cincinnati definitely intrigues me because there's got a lot of. T- you think he's got a chance to have success this year? Well, look, I mean. He can hand the ball off and he's fine. He can throw the ball to his those you he's know got to AJ. He's got weapons. He's got weapons everywhere. So they're all hurt with hamstring injuries, but he's you got know, right? Yeah, but that's every team. <laughs> I know. So, you know, yeah. So he really does intrigue me. Um, and usually, I would like to look deeper. You know, the first pick's always obvious, but I can't wait to watch Tua play because also I love uh, what is happening in Miami and the way they've gone about rebuilding this team Same. and I think they've got the right coach and they're building a team from the ground up and I just hope to see I love to I hope to see them succeed and that's kind of what I'm a Seahawks fan it's kind of what when you know uh, Pete Carroll came in and he really beat built oh, the team changed through the, the draft whole culture. Yeah. changed the culture and I think uh, so and, and if he can stay a healthy man He's gonna go bonkers, and you're gonna, I think if it, you could also see uh, Devontae Parker really end up being sleep, sleep, like a crazy, you know, yes, uh, yes, and that could be with either quarterback, Preston Whoever Williams. Down there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So a lot could happen, but if if Tua, he could easily become kind of what like you know Cam did his rookie year. So I think where he comes in and just sort of like floors everybody. Yeah, and they don't know how to handle him. I think he could do it. Honestly, I think he's got a chance to do what Mayfield did. Baker. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, got true. a chance to do, I mean, if he gets in there, if it's, think about it, they're going to be down. If he's starting, throwing the shit out. Exactly, and running. And they got two, he's gonna I run. think they got two solid running backs. Yeah, I know. Rita he's gonna, right, and right, Howard. Right. Yeah, he, and, and he's going to run. Uh, yes, know? he's I more mean, He's more mobile than people So, think. you know, he puts, exactly, he puts up, you know, 50 yards, there you go, you got five points, right? That's like just one a touchdown, you know? Yeah, so, so, all right, this is a real important question, right? A lot of people, they, they, they get kind of mixed up on this. All right, we're going we're gonna to touch two subjects in here. Quarterback situation. <laughs> There's two of them up there. Yeah, is there anyone you would reach for? Is there is anybody? Yeah. Yes, you know what I'm getting to. It, now, some people would be like, you've seen it. Some people, first round. Oh, yeah. They, they're picking Pat Mahomes because they're like, oh, my God, he's going to put up 50 touchdowns. And I get that strategy. If, there's, if, it's, six touch, if it's six points, a touchdown, that makes sense. Yep. Lamar Jackson... If he runs 15 touchdowns and throws for 35, I get the logic there. Totally. But let me ask you. But what? If let, Lamar your, repeats what he did, he should be the number one pick. So what's your? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just, so, it, so what's? But, but again, it's like the C Mac thing. Okay. It's like, it, 
the chances of all that happening again are just rare, so I would never. But but the, I mean, what Lamar did last year was like, I mean, I feel like he could do that. He could. That's he what could he could absolutely do it. But I do think history tells you, yeah, it's not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. In my other league that I mentioned earlier this year that I had C-Mac, last year Pat Mahomes went number one overall. Yes. Because of what he was coming off of, and everyone thought, oh, he's going to do it again. No doubt. Hurts knee. So of blah, course, blah 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 blah. Doesn't you know, and yeah. Lamar is one of my very favorite players to watch but he also makes me as everybody so nervous and he's a very smart runner but you can yes. be the smartest runner and get clipped one time from it's the wrong direction and you know so that's the other reason I wouldn't invest a first round pick in him he's always in my queue in these mock drafts and I and if he's around if either of those guys are around in the fourth I take them okay so the fourth round is when you're actually yeah. look, like legitimately which I'm not taking so I literally never so you're not get him okay because, because people somebody reaches for him 100% right? um, but I do think there's guy there's there's so many guys later that are still totally sexy that keeps me from who, who are who are some of the guys that you feel like if you don't if you don't get those two top guys yeah who are some guys that like alright cool alright cool so say you don't get them in the fourth fifth round when are you picking I, well, a quarterback think, and who are you looking at so I go from there right in the middle is Russ for me because A I'm a Seahawks fan yes B I honestly believe Russ could be this year's like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes he was borderline MVP last year until he exactly. kind of went down exactly. like towards the end but I think numbers wise he could do it like Patty Mahomes did yes. years ago because they've invested in these receivers yes they're sitting you know they still got Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown on the you know on the Watch speed dial yeah. so and Lockett and Metcalf are scary and I think they are gonna let Russ rip a little bit more. I mean, they've always been such a running team. Like, and I team. think it's time they're gonna they're gonna start to like really let him uh, do his thing. So I think he could be end up being QB one overall. I can totally see that scenario, you know, okay, happening. Um, plus, their defense is not what it used to be, so he's gonna have to keep them in games in a different kind of way. Um, now, you know, they, they did get better. They're trying to get better, uh, you know, bringing in some guys, but, you know, losing Clowney in a few has been tough. Um, so, Russ. And then, so he's in the middle, and if I don't get him, literally, okay, I'm waiting for a long time because at the end there, like, I could write you a scenario that Tom Brady leaves the league in every, you know, throws 55 touchdowns. Remember what Peyton did in, in One, Denver? Yes. Right? So 100%. He, you know, out of nowhere, it's like he threw 55 touchdowns, and, it, you know, won everyone their league because he didn't go no you know he wasn't getting drafted high um, and I could see that happening with so Brady later around totally I could see uh, Brady. how do you feel about it I mean I'm gonna throw some names yeah Big Ben he's a name yeah. that I feel like he will put up I just a million yards I think he's in uh, the top 10 top 12 the year. only thing that makes me nervous is they're back to playing such awesome defense yes that I think and Ben's a little older and coming off you know they're yeah. all you know he's, he's so together Connor. I think they're just going to lean on it a little more this year than, yeah. than traditionally when Get back Ben had to, to air goes. it out. You know, a few years ago when Ben really had to air it out and was throwing like, you know, 5K plus every year, their defense was, those were a few years they went through, their defense was a little more Swiss cheese back yep. then. So yep. they were just in yep. shootouts. Just, yep. You know, they weren't the steel curtain. They're back to being like, you know, this. Pretty good. Make up this patch. Exactly. Bring it, changed everything last year. They yeah. went, first half of last season, they were a little more of that Swiss cheese. They, they, brought, a, they almost made the playoffs. They brought Mika in and it, I mean, he's all of a sudden returning, you know, pick sixes and he changed the name of that defense and now yeah. I think um, so I think I could just see them kind of doing you know kind of the transition Brady went through in New England where he went from being the guy that was putting up crazy yards 
to then having a great defense and just managing games and winning ball games. And I can see Big Ben doing that. So Big Ben, uh, he's not. He, I haven't. I haven't put him in any of my. Um, but like A Rod is going so late yes. that like sure, the, yes. the, the, it's a different team than when A Rod was going crazy. That doesn't mean A Rod can't go crazy within this new offensive Still scheme. One of the greatest of all time. Exactly, and he could he could throw forty TDs and nobody would be shocked, yeah. right? And like. With two interceptions. Easy. Right? And Easy. run a couple in. And, like, he could have an MVP. They're probably going to be a better team to the point where he could have an MVP-type season as a quarterback and put up crazy numbers. And you literally can get him in, like, the 10, 11, Easy. 12th round now. It's crazy. So let me ask you a question. Speaking on that, all right, let's jump to receivers. We haven't really touched on these guys just because, you know, I mean, I think it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, but... It could be a little jumbo up there. Mike Thomas, receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Thomas, Julio, Devontae Adams, D. Hopkins, Tariq Hill, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Moore, eh? Amari Cooper, eh? You know what I'm saying? So, who who, who you guys? DJ Moore has not been on any of my teams. Anytime okay. you got a quarterback change, it just makes me nervous. Okay, so DJ Moore, boom, he's out the back. He just is. Those, look, you have to find ways to eliminate guys, and that's always it. I always prefer first first no, rule of thumb is is top offenses in the league. Yeah. So I'd rather if, if I'm trying to choose between two guys, I'm going to pick the guy that's on the better team. Yes. And that's going to be a deciding factor. Then, if there was a quarterback change or an offensive coordinator change, Very the important. OC is so important for these receivers and looking at their history. Um, and so, you know, those those are big predicting. That 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 makes you know, D Hop makes me nervous in Zona, not because I don't think he's maybe the best receiver in the league, but I think they're really going to spread the ball out. And yeah. I, I think he, you know, and so is he a first round pick for me? Probably not. Have I grabbed him the second? Yes. Um, you so know, who's your top? Who's your top five guys? Who's the guy? Who's your top? Guy? I think Devontae is going to have another, you know, a double-digit touchdown year I um, think so with too. A-Rod. So I agree. I think he's like, he is like a blue chip. I concur. Um, I love Tyreek because of just how he's a, Best he's so inconsistent, but he's the guy that can win you a week. And yeah. you have to have a couple guys that can win you a week. You need to have a roster with insurance policies and lottery tickets. I can you know? agree. Um, and I think Thielen is just going to be super, he's going to be Quietly, always in the top five. So you got Thielen, you got Thielen up there. Not, not in the first. I'm saying if. Oh, you just, you just yeah, yeah. You know, like I would take him over DJ Moore, right? Hundred percent. They're like kind of going around each other. But you're, but for you to upgrade is Kirk Cousins and him, and yeah, Teddy Two Gloves and him. Just no. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, 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 we just. Oh, so here's one that I is a little different. I'm not huge on you know Chris Godwin's going really high, and not that he's not super talented, and I love what he did last year. I had him on a couple teams. I think it's gonna the whole offense is gonna look different with uh, with with Brady back there, um, and so I think Mike Evans is gonna eat. I th- I think they're all gonna eat. Yes, they are. That's what's gonna be. I think you're gonna see a guy like OJ Howard have some huge games. Rob Gronkowski has some huge games. You know, I mean, like, and so. Whereas last year, Chris Cotton was pretty darn consistent. I can see him being quiet for a few games. Because Brady will never force the ball. No, he will So, not. if another team says, we're going to take away Chris Godwin. Cool. So, he's like, fine. I won't even look his freaking way. And I'm going to play chess with you till that clock ticks zero. You know? And he'll, like, he'll sacrifice his rook to then, you know, just feed his 
whoever, some so, guy you've never heard of is what's going to end up happening. So Chris Godwin for you is... I haven't, I haven't drafted him once on it, yeah. you know? I, I feel you on that. I and I, not that I don't... Th- I, I, super talented guy. Same with Mike Evans, but I... Somebody's so... Somebody's got to... They're all going to have a great... Yeah, it's good. I just... There's just... it's There's so much unpredictability. And so there's other guys I would choose in that place. So let me throw some back half names yeah, yeah. at you. Some guys maybe you might be looking at that maybe later on. Cortland Sutton. Allen Robinson, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, A.J. Brown. Okay, I'm going to go deeper because I got a guy I would even, honestly, for me, and you know Cooper I, Cup? You know who I love. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> yes, you do. He's my boy. He's okay. in a great situation. Listen, listen, I'm a beaver. He's a beaver. So okay. that's where it starts. Okay, so Brandon Cooks is a The dude has Jets. Now, Nuke had crazy ball skills. He was a crazy receiver for Deshaun Watson. And Will Fuller was the speedster. Now Deshaun has two, four, three guys on the outside. That's crazy for a quarterback that can run. And that's my next point. B. Cooks is one of the few guys who's gone. He's, he's almost like what Brandon Marshall did. He was able to go from quarterback to quarterback and actually continue to put up huge numbers. So he had a bad season. season. He had a quiet season last year because he was dealing with injuries. And yes. that whole team fell apart. 100%. But don't forget that he was... New Orleans, consistent. thousand year, thousand year, Patriots, thousand thousands. But here's the thing: he played with three great quarterbacks, right? He played with Brady, he played with Breeze, and he played with Goff. But what's the big difference between the three of them and Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson can run. He can run, dude. He so can now create. He can create like, and I, Cooks has never had that. And now with Broken those plays. Jets, Broken plays. with the two, I mean, him and Will Fuller might always be the fastest two players on the field, depending on who they're playing. They are burners, hundred percent, and. If they can, I mean, I just see for the price tag, like he's literally going, you know, 100th overall, 100. I think I just saw on Yahoo, Yahoo, his average draft position right now is like 115. And the value the, of that, he, he's a he could have guy probably. 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. Easy. And I wouldn't even like, so, so he's a guy where I'm not, instead of trying to, those bunch of those names that you, you mentioned, the A.J. Browns and, and those guys, instead of trying to go, okay, if this season happens this way, to me, I can just really see a scenario. Because here's the other thing. Everyone kind of has Deshaun Watson about fifth overall, right? Or around there. You yeah. Know, is, is, so, yeah. Top five. Top five, right? But yet, yeah, doesn't have a receiver or running back in the top sense. four or five rounds. Doesn't like, make sense. It doesn't add Something's got to give, right? Yeah. And I know people are probably, one thing people are hesitant because they're like, well, they don't know which one is going to break out, so I don't want to invest. Listen, they're probably both going to have huge. If Will Fuller can stay healthy, he's going to have a huge season. Brandon Cooks can stay healthy, he's going to have a huge that season. That offense can support two totally. big-time receivers. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that way. Um, all right, so tight end. Mm-hmm. Who are your tight ends, okay? Listen, this is, this is to me, one of the, this is easy. Kelsey. Yeah. Kittle. Yeah. And everybody, no, uh, you know what? Kelsey Kittle, Mark everybody Andrews. else but Andrews Ertz. Yeah. Andrews Ertz. Yep. And then. And then it just. Evan Ingram ish. I mean, yeah, it goes in a million You know what directions. I mean? At that point, it's almost like you can stream. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, Who, who's, your, who's your guy? I mean, I know Kelsey's your guy, but. So, yeah, you, you look, I want to chip in our league with Kelsey. Um, uh, traded a first round pick for him and it ended up being so worth it it's so worth it when you make that sacrifice you know that you've done it a million times that's what you do to win championships yeah exactly so um, I either literally and I'm sure a lot of people are similar I'm going for either Kelsey or Kittle if they come to me in the second round or early third where 
other guys that I've targeted aren't there. So, so they're kind of like a round. fallback. Yeah, late second, okay. early third. They're okay. like a fallback for me. They're like, look, if these guys that I'm in love with are not there, meaning here's re- your, if you're receiving my running back, exactly. Right? Two, yeah, a couple guys that are in my queue that I like want or whatever. Yeah. If they if they go, I'm not debating on other. I don't I don't like waste time. I'm like, okay, these are you know insurance policies. And if I don't get those, I wait till. Okay, 12, so if 13. you if you can't get Kelsey or Kittle, mm-hmm. and you waiting, who's the next guy? Is it? Austin, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry. That I'm going to be. That I'm drafting. Jared Cook. You know who? It's Hayden Hurst. Hey, that's my guy. It's Hayden Hurst. You've been listening to some episodes, so, haven't you? No. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. No, you, and by the way, you sound great, dude. This is that's, uh, yeah, you, you, This is killing it. Your podcast killing it. I appreciate it. But, that's uh, uh, that's uh, my guy, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, and I, I uh, like, no doubt. Not just, you know, look, the situation, I mean, is what it is. You know, coming where Austin, he's jumping right in that role. The talent, I mean, you have, you have, you know, I mean, he was a top draft pick. For real. So... You know, people forget that Baltimore just had like you know an embarrassment of riches. They just had a they bunch had of baller top, top So like you got to use that as a piece to like try to yeah. you know bulk up the rest of your team. I totally get it. It's not like they let go of him because he was no. They picked know, up a defensive piece and a draft pick. Exactly. I mean, they did what they had to do. That's yeah. what you do in the NFL. But the talent is there. The situation is there. Here you got you have a stud athlete at tight end who is going to get just. Crazy matchup issues for a defense as they're so worried about Julio and Calvary. I think he's more athletic than Austin Hooper. I agree. I think it's fine. Yeah. I'm telling you. The crazy it's crazy to me that Austin Hooper is going so much earlier than him. For because real? like to me, I'm like, I I Austin Hooper hasn't been on any of my teams. Again, super talented, but now he's like this he, people are drafting him based on what he did last year. And he's and another piece it. in that offense. Exactly. He's, there's five guys that are gonna get touchdowns. Exactly. Well, here's the crazy thing about Matt Ryan. For whatever reason, he's got the Best, maybe the best receiver ever. Yes, right. Julio, Julio is that guy, and you can't figure out how to throw him in the red zone. No, it drives no. all of us nuts. We get it, but what that is is tells me, well, Hayden Hurst can get a lot of red zone looks because he doesn't throw it to Julio for whatever reason. He won't throw it to Julio in the red zone, so Hayden Hurst can get the looks. You know what I'm saying? And listen, people, I, I left his name out. I wanted you to throw this one out. I got Darren Waller. Darren Waller too. He's going to be another good guy. Darren Waller's going to put up some big Yeah, for sure. There's a huge security blanket there for Um, Derek. Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Waller. Yeah, can't go wrong. You're going to be happy with any of those guys. And like I say, don't forget about Evan Ingram. I got him in keeper leagues. He's he was hurt all last year. He's gonna. I think he's gonna step back in. Yeah, freak athlete right there. Freak athlete. He'll be right there. Um, So, all right, we've been through a few few guys in each little position. Sleepers. Give me some guys that like maybe I overlooked. Maybe everybody else is paying attention to the Saquons. Maybe we're looking at the Todd Gurley's. Maybe we're looking at those guys. Give me some people. We know the rookies. Give me some people that, like, nobody's really talking about. Mm. Like, two or three guys. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. Like, that's, you know, I brought up Daryl. He is my super sleeper this year is Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams? Uh, love it. Uh, I love that. Out of KC. Just the situation, I think, is right for him to uh, just be on the field a lot, you know, um, because he is their <laughs> He's essentially their big back now. Uh, and... Uh, because, you know, Darwin's not going to be a pounder the first couple. And Clyde, I think they're going to wait. You know, they're going to play it safe for two reasons. One, you don't want to let your brand new Ferrari, you don't want to, like, you know, we all know the hamstring, soft tissue, rookie game, right? So, like, it's a combination of keeping Patty Mahomes upright and making sure that you don't run your brand new toy into the ground. Yeah. So, like, you know, they, I think, I could just see a world where they're like, well, we really trust this guy over. Uh, so I just see a world where Daryl Williams on the field a lot um, <clears throat> and falls into a guy that falls into the end zone because of his situation. Right, that's a hell of a sleeper. 
Give me, uh, give, me give me one more, two more. Gosh, uh, I don't want you to give your secrets away. I'm not asking. No, I know. No, we close the draft. Literally, guys. it's funny because these are guys that, like, you know, I brought up <laughs> Brandon Cooks um, earlier. So I really I'm, do like that name. You I'm, said that name, you know, and I, I and, like and um, you know, uh, Nicole Hardman, I think, is another one that, for a similar situation, he is a flat. Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson have two outside receivers that run four threes now, and yes, it's nuts. flat run. It's nuts, and to have a guy that's that fast. On a opposite a guy like Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, who are getting so much attention, attention. So you're going to have one-on-one matchups, and you're always going to be faster than that guy. Yep. And Patrick McCones can outthrow. He can throw anybody. Exactly. So he's only going to build on what he did last year. His price tag is like so cheap. Um, and you just said you heard they're letting. He's basically going to do punt returns and kick returns. Oh, exclusive. I mean, he's going to do yeah, that. He's going to be the guy. Yeah, and he. Football-wise, he made some huge clutch physical catch. He's not a huge guy, but he made a couple. I remember because I had him on. I had him in our league last year. Yeah. So I was watching him a lot, and he made some physical catches in the middle of the field. Where that's always the question mark on players like that. You know, those small, fast guys. You're like, well, can they go through the middle and really take? Can they take a beating and get up? Yeah. And 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 make those clutch third down contested catches and he made a few of them and then broke them off and turned them into huge runs if not touchdowns so like you know I think he you know so Sammy we've all tried hard oh with him and, and no doubt he'll have a couple of those games where he yes. probably has 115 yards and three touchdowns he'll break your heart more but he's going to break your heart and I just think they're in a situation now they're investing in the future look how they're investing look where they're putting their money uh, you know uh, that they're going to they want Cole to be the guy more than Sammy Sammy's going to be there insurance policy he's going to be he's a great football player he's just you know unfortunately has been <laughs> riddled with injuries yeah you know and so now they've got a new speedster that i think that you're going to see uh his role expand as well so brandon cooks mccall hartman yep. and daryl williams daryl daryl williams daryl williams all right those are you guys to look out for people you hear to hear john brotherton that's that's his guys so you when they start performing and you ain't got them on your team he told you he told you so look, all right, Johnny. We gotta close this up, man. But um, let me ask you one question. Yes, sir. How confident are you feeling about your teams this year? You feeling good about them? You feeling good? Have you had any drafts? Uh, I have not. No drafts yet. No. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, all the drafts are happening pretty close to season. Um, okay. And you know, we got it's what a weird year. You know, no one knows yeah. anything. I mean, right now we'd be knee deep in preseason, having all kinds of conversations. You'd be dealing with injuries. We have guys we never heard of that are popping. You know all that. Um, waivers is gonna be nuts this year. Oh, That's God. listen. Big advice is that waiver wire this year. Keep if you're in a league where uh, it's not a it, it's not lowest to highest. It's rolling, which I love because I think it's becomes it's a big strategic point. Hold on to it until yeah. that guy Hold comes and you bomb. Yes, and if you're a league that you can trade waivers. You could use that piece as a, you know, you can move some mountains with this. Change the game, so, guys. If you're not doing that in your league, make yeah. that happen. You can change. You can trade your waiver position. Exactly. And like, there's going to be guys this year that none of us have even heard of that come out of nowhere and win leagues. So waivers for you, uh, it's going to be this year more than ever. And waivers is always, of course, waivers is always something huge. But this year, more than any, more than ever, man. Okay. Is, I think you know you're going to find because you're going to find guys you never heard of that usually you'd end up hearing through preseason. The undrafted free agent that no one heard of and then had a couple big preseason games and then gets really sexy come. Look, Kareem Hunt, for example, no one would have, you know, you know, 
known twice that he's the guy if he hadn't started to pop in the preseason. Same with, you know, and in, so it would have taken a few weeks of the regular season and been a couple games in where you're going to need to swoop him um, on waivers versus, you know, watching the preseason. No, I, bro, I think that's some of the best advice you, you probably gave literally to anybody because that right there, that's going to change. People's going to win championships off of that. 100%. Amen. Amen. Um, well, look, Johnny, brother. Pleasure, man. Man, I, I appreciate you so much yeah. for sitting in with me. You know what I'm saying? Totally. The show is much better off having guys like you on it, man. You're killing it. You're the first um, to see my new garage. <laughs> yo, the place I am in here, we recorded the show in his spot, and this is the first time, and it looks good right now. He's okay. building it. He's going to finish it up right here. Um, Johnny, thanks, Pleasure, man. brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, champ to champ. Yeah, champ to champ. I'll see you and in the draft. Listen, I'll see you at the draft, yeah. brother. Yeah, congrats, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Zone Coverage. Man, that was crazy. Thank you so much to John Brotherton for stepping onto the show. Zone Coverage, man. He blessed us. And I had some crazy guests. Mike Williams blessed us. Sebastian Sozi blessed us. John Brotherton blessed us. I got more guests coming up for you guys. We're going to keep talking draft strategy. I got another guest coming up. Ooey gooey. Ooey gooey. Got more knowledge coming up. I'm going to keep get dropping stuff for you guys tomorrow. We're going to bring the news to you. So tune in. I got the news. A whole bunch of stuff to go over. And uh, I might drop another guest in on you. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But, hey, thank you so much. Zone coverage. Hey, till the next time, stay blessed. Thank you.